We have, to have a, we have to have a proper start to an episode like we're fucking professional. <laughs> the conversation <laughs> reading old and or bad sometimes both books right poppy style old lady kiss is not my kick All right, so for our audience, uh, what we're doing today is Ben and I are uh, geographically distant at the moment, so we're recording our very first remote podcast. We're going to see how it goes. (laughs) What are we reading today? So we're doing a short story uh, in between season four, which we just wrapped up, and what I'm very excited about in season five, which our audience will find out in a couple weeks. Oh, I'm super excited for season five. Oh, season five is going to crush, dude. So we are reading Cat in the Rain by Ernest Hemingway. Oh, okay. Yeah, another, another classic author. Let's hope he's actually worth his salt and not shit. <laughs> like oh, the no. last classic it's, author. It's going to be terrible. There's a reason he shot himself. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off on a strong foot. Yeah. All right, are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Cat in the Rain by Ernest Hemingway There were only two Americans stopped at the hotel. They did not know any of the people that passed on the stairs on the way to and from their room. Their room was on the second floor facing the sea. It also faced the public garden and the war monument. There were big palms and green benches in the public garden. In the good weather, there was always an artist with his easel. You know what they say, easel come, easel go. <laughs> I'm also uh, just thinking, like, wow, they got the best view. Like, oh, it faces the ocean and then also the gardens and the memorial. Like, so you guys sounds, just have the best view out of all of the apartments. <laughs> sounds nice. The other apartment it faces the alley where drunks take a piss. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Or you get the room that's, like, right by the stairs, the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was in a hotel last weekend. They put me in a room on the first floor that was legit in the lobby. What the? Wait, what? The, wait, yeah, that's no, a, that like, can't be a thing. You could not. You mean motel? <laughs> no, it was a giant, like six-story. It was like a Marriott, and there's a casino and the lobby and a bar, and my room's right by all of it. I was, <laughs> was saying, are you sure they didn't just like put you in like the janitor's closet? Like it that, was that terrible. Be a thing. All right, artists, public gardens. Artists liked the way the palms grew and the bright colors of the hotel facing the gardens and the sea. I learned that palm trees are not trees. That was a shocking discovery. What are they, like a grass? No, aren't they the same like categories like bamboo or something? They're, they're like, yeah, I mean, well, they're closer to bamboo, but they're like a fucking herb. Like they're they're straight up just like not, they don't have any of the things that we qualify trees to have, which is fucking weird. And like it, um, my forestry friend was telling me this, and I was like, it's a big fucking thing of hardwood. What do you mean it's not a tree? <laughs> yeah, it's like how strawberries aren't berries. Yeah, like it's 
people chose to name these things the way they did, and I don't appreciate it. Yeah. Palm tree has tree in the name. Strawberry this, has berry in the name. Everybody who names things are <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> this is why our society has trust issues. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say the most aptly named thing, do you know the scientific name for the West Western lowland gorilla? Uh, gorilla? <laughs> yeah, the actual scientific genus name is Gorilla Gorilla Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> that is really dumb. Somebody just ran out of ideas. <laughs> All right, back to the short story. Italians came from a long way off to look at the war monument. It was made of bronze and glistened in the rain. It was raining. The rain dripped from the palm trees. Water stood in pools on the gravel paths. The sea broke in a long line in the rain and slipped back down the bench to come up and break again in a long line in the rain. The motor cars were all gone from the square by the war monument. Across the square in the doorway of the cafe, a waiter stood looking out at the empty square. The American wife stood at the window looking out. Outside, right under the window, was a cat was crouched under one of the dripping green tables. It's kind of weird that he had to, like, quantify it. Like, the American wife. (laughs) 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 Got my French wife, my Spanish wife, and my American wife. American wife. Also, the, uh, is there anything better than, like, the ocean coast during a rainstorm? It's kind of my favorite thing ever. It's pretty great. And he has a cat. Like, so far, this is just sounding like the perfect day. <laughs> and that's why I picked this. I mean, it's a story about a cat. That's why I chose it, Ben. I knew you'd be on board. <laughs> oh, yeah. Outside, right under the window, a cat was crouched under one of the dripping grain tables. The cat was trying to make herself so compact that she would not be dripped on. I'm going down and get that kitty, the American wife said. I'll do it. Pretty sure that's what her husband said to her when when (laughs) they met. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it, her husband offered from the bed. Actually, (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, right. Okay. No, I'll get it. The poor kitty out trying to keep dry under the table. The husband went on reading, lying propped up with two pillows at the foot of the bed. Don't get wet, he said. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just making sex puns like, yeah, while she's actually puns. looking at this animal. <laughs> Because he's not making any movement to like, go get the cat. He was just making like, hey, I'll get the kitty. And she's like, no, I'm going to get the actual cat that's down there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get wet. <laughs> Turns the comic. Like he's just reading comics, like the funny pages. <laughs> the wife went downstairs and the hotel owner stood up and bowed to her as she passed the office. His desk was at the far end of the office. He was an old man and very tall. Ipove, the wife said. She liked the hotel keeper. Si, si, signora. Brutto tempo. It is very bad weather. He stood, behind, <laughs> <laughs> he stood behind his desk in the far end of the dim 40 room. Oh, no, 40's not. Sorry, that's a line note. 
Easter. It's a you know, the lines. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the uh, the lines are numbered. <laughs> I just read the number. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the room with a big old phony <laughs> he stood behind his desk in the far end of the dim room the wife liked him she liked the deadly serious way he received any complaints I think she, she liked, liked the fact that the hotel owner bows to her <laughs> pretty dope they don't do that weird. anymore no they don't I don't think they ever did that <laughs> <laughs> she liked his dignity she liked the way he wanted to serve her. Wait, this might be a sex story. <laughs> yeah, 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 you might have. <laughs> Probably should have done some press. Well, we can't proofread. No, that ruins that, the podcast. Yeah, we, I, I never read ahead. Uh, I think we're just right on the money with, with why she liked this guy. She liked the way he felt about being a hotel keeper. She liked his old, heavy face. And his big hands. And his big, heavy... (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it said hands. (laughs) (laughs) Liking him, she opened the door and looked out. It was raining harder. A man in a rubber cape was crossing the empty square to the cafe. Excuse me? A A rubber cape? Is is Batman? (laughs) She looked out and saw a Weibo. <laughs> Either that or she saw the Batman. He's just like, the I need coffee. <laughs> Swoops down into the cafe. The fucking waiter who's looking out the window is like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Goes in. He's looking for like his regular waitress. Where is she? <laughs> the cat would be around to the right. Perhaps she could go along under the eaves. As she stood in the doorway, an umbrella opened behind her. It was the maid who looked after their room. You must not get wet, she smiled, speaking Italian, even though she said it in English. In English, yeah. Of course. I'm I'm Hemingway. I don't write Italian. (laughs) Of course, the hotel keeper had sent her. With the maid holding the umbrella over her, she walked along the gravel path until she was under their window. The table was there, washed bright green in the rain, but the cat was gone. She was suddenly disappointed. The maid looked up at her. Ha poderto qualche cosa, signora? There was a cat, said the American girl. A cat? Si, el gato. A cat? The maid laughed. A cat in the rain? Yes, she said, under the under the table. Then, oh, I wanted it so much. I wanted a kitty. She was going to straight up steal that cat. <laughs> hey, look, the, whoever, look, first off, the cat's probably a stray. Secondly, if the cat's not a stray and its owner has just left it outside in the rain, then yeah, that's what I call a free cat. <laughs> or your cat could just be like my cat and be a huge asshole and just want to be outside no matter what the weather is. Then why would it be in a public park? You sound like a moron. <laughs> <laughs> he has been getting some patio time, though. <laughs> your oh, your cat. Yeah. 
I'm sure he he's also that. lost like three pounds or three and a half pounds. Oh. Well, he he's looking good. He's not a fat piece of shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he still is. <laughs> no, he's he's still just a piece of shit, but he's not fat anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also learned that he uh, that he hates beef for no reason. <laughs> because if you trick him and make him think that the beef is chicken and put it in his bowl, he'll eat it and be like, "Oh, this chicken's delicious." But if it, if he, you just hand it to him, he's like, "Oh, beef, gross, ew." <laughs> yeah. Well, he loves chicken. He's a little no, chicken he slut. <laughs> he is. He is a chicken slut. <laughs> Where are we at? Blah blah blah. You're gonna get wet. I suppose so," said the American girl. They went back along the gravel path and passed the door. The maid stayed outside to close the umbrella. As the American girl passed the office, the Padrone 70 bowed from his desk. Wait. Not 70. Sorry. Numbered pages. You, yeah, you keep <laughs> reading numbers. And <laughs> <laughs> the hotel manager looked graciously 40 and you're like, like what as as the American girl passed the office the padrone bowed from his desk something felt very small and tight inside the girl <laughs> wait the fuck did you, did you download a porno <laughs> I, might, I might have oh no <laughs> This is, this, is, this is bad. The Padrone made her feel very small and at the same time really important. She had a momentary feeling of being of supreme importance. She went up the stairs. She opened the door of the room. George was on the bed reading. Did you get the cat? He asked, putting the book down. It was gone. Wonder where it went to, he said, resting his eyes from reading. She sat down on the bed. I wanted it so much, she said. I don't know why I wanted it so much. I wanted the poor kitty. It isn't any fun to be a poor kitty out in the rain. George was reading again. No one's happy with a wet... Ah, let's move Uh. (laughs) back to the book. She went over and sat in front of the mirror of the dressing table looking at herself with a hand glass. She studied her profile, first one side and then the other. Then she studied the back of her head and her neck. Don't you think it would be a good idea if I let my hair grow out? She asked, looking at her profile again. George looked up and saw the back of her neck. Clipped closely like a boy's. I like it the way it is. I like to pretend you're a boy when we're yeah, in bed. <laughs> kind of wish you were a dude. <laughs> I get so tired of it, she said. I get so tired of looking like a boy. George shifted it. This is getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you want to sleep with me, you're going to have to sleep with him. And if you and, don't want to sleep with her, sleep with her, then you must, must be gay. Be gay. <laughs> uh, you watch straight bait? No, only the first parts. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Ow. 
I'm definitely not in a bunker and or a closet and banging my goddamn <laughs> elbows against the fucking walls every two minutes. That's not happening. Sorry for the loud thumps y'all hear. <laughs> I get so tired of it, she said. I get so tired of looking like a boy. George shifted his position in bed. He hadn't looked away from her since she started to speak. You look pretty darn nice, he said. Like a nice boy. (laughs) (laughs) She laid the mirror down on the dresser and went over to the window and looked out. It was getting dark. I want to pull my hair back tight and smooth and make a big knot in the back that I can feel, she said. I want to have a kitty sit on my lap and purr when I stroke her. Yeah, George said from the bed. And I want to eat at a table with my own silver. And I want candles. And I want it to be spring. And I want to brush my hair out in front of a mirror. And I want a kitty. And I want some new clothes. She's getting pretty friggin' needy. Well, so so far, all of that stuff was like regular things that people want like every day. But I like how she just slipped in like, and I want it to be spring. I want the power to control the weather, (laughs) to drive back the rain. (laughs) Okay, Lord, Jesus Christ. Just just slide that in there. It's like, and I also want to be able to brush my hair. And you're like, you can't follow that up with a reasonable request. (laughs) Oh, shut up and get something to read, George said. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Nothing says probably, good job like a firm, open-handed slap on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> They've probably been married for like about 15 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was reading again. His wife was looking out the window. It was quite dark now and still raining in the palm trees. Anyway, I want a cat, she said. I want a cat. I want a cat now. If I can't have long hair or any fun, I can have a cat. This this is normally a conversation single people have. <laughs> <laughs> she wants a cat and her boxed wine and a Netflix account. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, yeah. This is this is I mean, so far, he's got it right on the money. <laughs> like this author is actually unlike Mark Twain. He is hitting the true timelessness that everybody credited Mark (laughs) Twain with. (laughs) George was not listening. (laughs) See, so far, right on the money. (laughs) He was reading his book. His wife looked out the window where the light had come to the square. Someone knocked at the door. Avante, George said. He looked up from his book. In the doorway stood the maid. She held a big tortoise-shelled cat pressed tightly against her and swung down against her body. Tortoise-shell cat? It's the color of the cat. Okay, I was about to say, does he not know what a cat is? (laughs) She held a And the cat's hard shell. (laughs) (laughs) And round, penis-shaped head. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait a minute. (laughs) Ernest Hemingway never seen a cat? (laughs) Ah, the classic swamp snapping cat. Wait, wait a minute. (laughs) 
<laughs> in the doorway stood the maid. She held a big tortoise-shelled cat pressed tightly against her and swung down against her body. Excuse me, she said. The padrone asked me to bring this for the signora. And that is the end of the short story. Really? That's the end of it? Yeah, well, that, least, that was very all, short. Those are all the pages I have. So, <laughs> so that's the end of it. Because the, the, the rest of it becomes a 10-page, very graphic three-way. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's up to the audience to decide whether it's about the wife the husband and the maid, or is it the wife, the husband, and the cat? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll let that. We'll let the audience decide. <laughs> Plot twist: the cat is actually a distraction for the lady, and George is going to run off with the maitre d. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so many ways. You know what? Honestly, out of all the short story the stories that we've read, uh, this one was the least infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> So that's nice, because so far, yeah, she, all relatable stuff, they wanted a cat, and then they ended the story with they got a cat. It wasn't like, oh, you want to murder somebody, and then you end the story with an elaborate plot twist, six trips to Home Depot, and you had a sword the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> or dancing naked elves jerking off on your shoes. <laughs> so yeah, so far, way better than our other short stories. I mean, there was a lot of really subtle, or not so subtle, like, sexual tension between all the characters. That I was yeah, picking that's, up on. Look, that that's just that's just good writing. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that is. That's just good writing. You know, I, I know at least we had one fan that enjoyed it, and it's it's this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> I know the little, right, the little so. visual humor for the for our audio audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more visual humor, just what our audience wants. They love it. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> I mean, well, if our audience I, wants to see us, they can send us money for a, a camera or something, and we'll make it happen. <laughs> but that's not going to happen. So, yeah, the, 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 we would also need the time and technical knowledge to know how to edit like a video format. And oh, like, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already not happy with our audio quality. Like, I can only imagine how much of my hair I would pull out <laughs> with the video quality. Well, I think the best way to correct the audio quality is to have someone that's not me do it. Well, no, the best the best way to correct it because like already like you're doing the best you can do with what <laughs> we have. What we need is a space that is more soundproof. Like right now, it's just an environmental thing. Oh, I like have the space. You just don't want to move out to where I live for one more year for a very selfish reason. Yes, I okay. will not put down more goddamn years of rental history i'm gonna have two years in one spot if it fucking kills me <laughs> that's not information our audience actually cares about no it's not <laughs> what is weird are you okay so you're doing what i'm looking at you're making your yeah. whiskey glass disappear yeah <laughs> that's true in my background it's pretty great so it's like you're drinking the grand canyon <laughs> oh. tastes like america <laughs> All right, so that Tastes is like secrets and lies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was the Cat in the Rain by Ernest Hemingway. Uh, I think this was successful. I will try to edit it and see what we can do. If uh, if this comes out as garbled demonic nonsense, then I apologize to our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've had worse. Yeah. 
Yeah, we have. <laughs> <laughs> what was that episode where uh, we recorded three times? Oh, that was the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that was God, great. That was a nightmare. Uh, so glad those that that's done. <laughs> right, I also like how the uh, the Skype recording background is making your headset look like you're actually a pilgrim. I have pilgrim hair because I have a custom background on my Skype call. So like the, the cutout, because I'm also in a darkened closet. The the cutout has it so that I have like old timey, like I'm in British Parliament hair. <laughs> also look, ooh, water magic. Blowing <laughs> more visual uh, humor I, for the audience. <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, I'm still Noah. (laughs) I'm still Ben. And we'll see you next week, folks. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. You can reach us by email. Ben and Noah Roast Books at gmail.com. 